0: Hey listeners, if you like It's Super Effective and what we do here, you can go over to Patreon.com slash It's Super Effective and support us on Patreon for like a dollar or so or however much money you want to give us, but really just a dollar would help if you like listening to the show. That's like 25 cents an episode for a whole month. And there you go. You can support It's Super Effective and you can make us better and we can provide even more Pokemon content for you. So head over to Patreon.com slash It's Super Effective if you want to support this awkward and sometimes funny podcast. Thanks. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 174th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is S.B.J., and with me today I have Will.
1: And uh, today I think we're going to have a test. We're going to test to see if we can have two women talking to each other about something besides a man. It's a very deep cut. <laughs> very deep cut. We'll see who gets that by the end of the episode.
0: We really need to have Travis back, Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two women talking to each other about something besides a man. Let's see.
0: Uh, before we introduce our Kickstarter guests, um, a little job for our listeners. Travis has been slacking on being on the show. I've, uh, he was supposed to be on this week. He was supposed to be on last week. He said that it was like Father's Day or something this week and he couldn't be on. Uh, so if you want Travis on, his Twitter handle is at the Travis w, And you tweet at him and you let him know that you guys miss him.
1: Let, let him know that you're tired of Will Anderson's sorry, sorry attempts at erudite humor.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, mission to get Travis back. I'm sure he'll be back next week, but uh, yeah, he couldn't be with us this week. But uh, we have an awesome Kickstarter guest with us today. Uh, we have Scott with us.
2: Hey, hey, to fill in for Travis Uh, something, something Twin Peaks. <laughs> Long pretty, lady. Pretty,
0: <laughs> it's pretty accurate. before we dive into our show for you guys today um if you are a new listener uh welcome uh we do a uh we do the show works like this we start normally start with news and then we take a break and then we do a feature topic this week's feature topic will be the pokemon symphonic evolutions because i went to two shows over the weekend and i'll get to that a little bit later and then we do uh item of the week which is an item off PokemonCenter.com that we review and laugh at. And it's really just a deep down reminder that PokemonCenter.com is a great place to get Pokemon stuff. And uh, you should be ordering from there if you are a hardcore Pokemon fan and you probably are because you're listening to the show. And then uh, we do Pokemon of the week at the end where we give you some tips about a certain Pokemon. If you want to use it on your team or just uh, some fun facts about that Pokemon. Uh, But before we dive into any of that, uh, scott's first time on the show so of course i have to ask uh right away scott what your favorite pokemon is
2: uh unfortunately for will it's the bro pokemon of umbreon Bro,
0: <laughs> dude
1: dude that's chill umbreon's so chill
2: hey, hey hey when umbreon first came out i was in my golf stage and i was like oh man it's a dark type
1: <laughs> uh, umbreon the goth pokemon he's so dark <laughs> <laughs> he sees right into my soul.
0: Do you have any other favorites besides Umbreon or has that always been the number one?
2: It's always been the number one. Uh Pangoro is uh my close second.
0: Okay. So still following that dark bandwagon. Oh yeah. Awesome. Great. Uh when did uh Scott, when did you start listening to the show? Uh, around I would
2: say episode forty. It was when you guys had your first C2 E2 show.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Did you listen to us because of C two E two, or was it just like I you just did a search in iTunes or search Google? in
2: iTunes for you know Pokemon podcasts?
0: Cool. And uh, wh- where are you recording from?
2: I'm um, recording from Philadelphia.
0: Oh, okay. So you are what? It's one p.m. here. It's probably two p.m. there.
2: Uh, close enough. <laughs> yeah, it's one you We're on
0: the Liberty yeah. side. I'm, ra- I'm rounding up, guys. Podcasts a- is in the future. Um, <laughs> cool. So before, uh, before we dive into news, uh, how was your weekend, Will?
1: Well, I got all kinds of things done this weekend. I bought some new knitting needles. I got my uh, Gen Con pass in the mail. So I'm one step closer to canceling my trip to Gen Con. And uh, <laughs> I ran 10 miles this morning in 90, over 90 degree heat. So there you go. I'm an idiot. But I got those new knitting needles, so I'm thrilled about that. Made out of carbon that, yeah. fiber. Very expensive.
0: They sound they sound light and high performance y.
1: You know, it's almost like you're reading the back of the knitting needle case. <laughs> about they're also warm and flexible. Ooh. But yes, I, I highly I actually recommend. I'm not gonna name a brand, but I will name the brand that I recommend them over. Uh I, I recommend carbon fiber needles over Addy Turbo's. I think Carbon Fibers actually knit faster than Addies.
2: Right. Opinion of the week! <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, great, great. Uh, Scott, how about you? Anything exciting happening in life? Nah,
2: not at all. I played Sam and Max Season 3 till 4 a.m. in the morning today. That was about it.
0: It's a Telltale game, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, my favorite developer. Is oh, that
0: cool.
1: the ones where you just like click on things and something happens? Pretty much, like Mon- Monkey Island
0: or adventures. something like that. Yep, yeah. I think, didn't Taltel make Monkey Island? Maybe? I, I could be wrong. I know they were making the new Game of Thrones click and point game. Cool. Well, uh I went to the Pokemon Symphonics, both in Milwaukee and Chicago, but I'll get to that later. Otherwise... Ooh, I don't think uh, I don't think anything else exciting for me. Uh, update on the healthy living, since so many of our listeners love the healthy living. I am uh, still what is today, the 21st, 21 days of no soda, just water. Uh, and it is rough. I kind of cheated last night, though, because I was in Chicago and I had a sugar free Red Bull, uh, because oh, I didn't leave Chicago man. until 11 p.m. And it was a two hour drive out and I didn't want to fall asleep on the wheel because I I I now go day to day with no caffeine. Yeah,
1: you know, sugar-free Red Bull, man, that is my vice. I used to drink one of those 20 (laughs) ounces a day every morning. Oh, it tastes like, you know, I I always say sugar-free Red Bull tastes like white wine and cigarettes. So (laughs) delicious.
0: I don't think it tastes like that. Well, you wouldn't know (laughs)
1: because you don't drink white wine and you've never smoked cigarettes. So you have uh, no idea.
0: I mean, to me, it tastes like Red Bull without sugar. I think it's wonderful. Um, and and then this morning, I'm drinking a glass of Coca-Cola chocolate milk. Mm. Get my protein in, since I knew I wasn't gonna have breakfast because I'm recording. But uh, yeah, um, pretty thrilling weekend. But I'll get to that in the middle segment of the show. But we can uh, we can jump right into some news. And the first bit of news was E3 just recently happened and. Lo and behold, no new Pokemon news came out of that. Uh, we did see some more gameplay of Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Uh, there was what was it? What was our rumors um, or our speculation was that possibly a new Animal Crossing game, and we kind of got that, except we got ripped off.
1: Yeah, it's like Animal Crossing characters in a Mario Party game, right? That's how it's been yep. described.
0: Yeah, the. Uh, People at the treehouse said there was more to it than just the board game, but they didn't go on about that. They said they would announce that at a later date. And from my understanding, there was no mini games in that Animal Crossing. Did you guys have any E3 takeaways or anything like that?
1: Well, not Nintendo related, but I did like um, there was this game that I used to play when I was about 11 or 12 years old called Elite on the Commodore 64. And it was like a vector grass graphic spaceship game. And the game that they announced, No Man's Sky, is uh, kind of like a very far grandchild successor to Elite. Elite was like open world or or open universe where you would fly your spaceship around and you would have to like either carry cargo to different locations or, you know, fight space pirates and stuff like that. And then uh, based on the cargo that you carried or what you did, you had a reputation of either being a good person or a bad person. But just like that open universe concept is carried over into No Man's Sky and also, you know, flying a spaceship around. So they look pretty (laughs) cool to me.
0: Yeah, that game does look really cool. Scott, any E3 stuff for you? No, No
2: Man's Sky, Kingdom Hearts 3, of course. Oh, I hate when people say of
1: course. Don't say that. (laughs) Now I will never play Kingdom Hearts. You've killed it. You've put a stake through its heart. Ugh, just like the Black Keys, I will never listen to one of their albums because somebody said, Yeah, I'm listening to the new Black Keys album, of course. And I'm like, Nope, I'm never going <laughs> to listen to any Black Keys
0: anything ever.
2: You've I, done I, have
0: it. A, I can understand the appreciation for Kingdom Hearts, but me being uh, not that big of a Disney fan, it doesn't really click with me. But I can see why people would love it.
2: We waited six long years for an announcement. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I waited um, no years
1: for a Kingdom Hearts announcement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh if you if you missed the Pokémon Super Mystery Dungeon stuff, uh they did show some gameplay. It was uh they were inside the dungeons of course. So if you've never played Mystery Dungeon, it's uh um when you go the dungeons are randomly generated kind of like uh Diablo. And uh when you go inside a dungeon, when you uh everything moves at the same time so if you're not moving nothing else is happening but when you take a step all the pokemon even if you cannot see them uh all the enemy pokemon in the dungeon will take a step and so they showed that uh you can pick 20 different pokemon to become well you are the pokemon you get turned into a pokemon so you can pick which of the 20 you want those 20 are pretty much all the starter pokemon uh plus like pikachu and i think Eevee might be the other one um it's just if if it's been a starter Pokemon, it's it's what you can be. And then your partner is I don't I don't know if I, I could be wrong on this. Your partner is either one of those twenty starter Pokemon or something else. I wasn't sure of the details there. I think something else, cause they at one point during the treehouse they said they were gonna save a Gumi and the Gumi was gonna be their partner Pokemon. So maybe I wasn't paying attention fully. But there is a quiz at the beginning of the game. And the quiz will tell you which Pokemon you are, but you don't have to accept that. You can, if if it says you're a Snivy and you want to pick Oshawott, you can just go pick Oshawa. This is the first game with all, or the first Mystery Dungeon with all 720 Pokemon, including Legendaries. Uh, Other than that, I don't think they said anything else. You're in some village and apparently some big event disaster happens. And that's the motive of the story there. And that's uh, coming out. They they said holiday 2015, so probably November December. Uh I think it's I think it's really safe at this point that um, we're not getting a main series game uh, this year
1: in 2015.
0: No. Yeah, I don't know what your guys' thoughts on that, but with with zero announcement, I mean, I can't imagine they they announced something in July for like an October release. My my assumption is that there is a whole new engine they're working on. Because um, obviously Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire are based on the X and Y engine.
2: Hmm.
1: I was wondering if they would be working on something that would take advantage of the new 3DS. So it would only be playable on the new 3DS, but it's not like Pokemon to be a technology leader in that manner.
0: Right, yeah. It's. I mean... Black
1: and white Two was a DS game.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't imagine what the nub would be used for besides like something spinoffy, like uh, the Pokemon and me stuff or.
1: Well, it's also the processor and the better functioning 3d. Right. Yeah. And the um, uh, Amiibo integration. The NFC, as they call it, it could
0: be the uh, Amiibo integration. That would be that would probably be a pretty big announcement if they announced Pokemon Z with like Amiibo stuff. That that could warrant um, a delay, or not a delay, but a year off. And isn't
2: next year the twentieth uh, anniversary of the franchise?
0: Yeah, yeah. Look at that perfect transition. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people were freaking out uh, that that this year was the twentieth year for Pokemon. Uh, and I don't know if they're going off Japanese dates or American dates, but I was like, yeah, that if, if this was the 20th anniversary, then why haven't we gotten any, like, why is there no new game announcement? So I went to the Wikipedia, and uh, third paragraph in the Wikipedia, the franchise celebrated its 10th anniversary in 2006. So wherever you guys think the official Pokemon date started, uh, they celebrated the tenth anniversary in two thousand and six, which obviously makes the um twentieth anniversary in two thousand and sixteen
1: only six months away
0: so yeah, twentieth anniversary is gonna be next year, so i would i I can only imagine something big um they seem to do that with with mario and zelda and and Pokemon obviously the second best selling franchise right behind uh mario yeah
1: and the secret to planning your pokemon 20th anniversary party is to start buying small things now buy those pikachu paper plates now the pikachu streamers <laughs> before you know everybody's in a rush trying to get their last minute pokemon 20th anniversary party supplies right
2: and then the old announce pokemon yellow pokemon no they already had a pokemon yellow no no but that like a pokemon yellow remake 20th anniversary i'd be i'd be real down (laughs) with that Uh, what
1: is it gonna be like pokemon lemon yellow Um, oh that's a good name i'm already liking it leaf
0: green pokemon Uh, lemonade yellow i
1: was just drinking some lemon light gatorade
0: Mm. uh yeah so uh confirmed you heard it here first 20th anniversary next year um are you guys getting super mystery dungeon or well, I haven't picked up the other seven, so I feel like it would
2: be lost if I picked up this one <laughs> yeah, I don't know
0: i bought uh I bought gates of to infinity on um on launch day and i I rarely played it, so I think I'm going to possibly pick it up only if reviews are good and it's all i it's also timing with other games,
1: yeah, I'm still trying to figure out Monster Hunter. <laughs>
0: you're not alone will i'm in the same
1: i just need a prima guide can i pay prima to make a prima guide for this stupid thing i thought there is one there is not
0: huh that's a bummer
1: trust me i've looked (laughs) uh
0: some other news here uh we talked about the uh the pokemon pop-up shop in japan at in la at the the venue is called japan la cute culture shop um Oddly enough, or funny 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 enough, uh, you don't actually have to go to LA to get the merchandise there. They're selling it all on their website. Uh, the website is japanla.com. And uh if you were unsure, we did have pictures. Uh awesome fan. I and I AJ, I believe, if I got the name wrong, I'm I, I sincerely apologize. Uh send in some pictures of he was there. Uh he took a bunch of pictures. They're on the site, they're on PokemonPodcast.com if you want to see them. But uh if you go to Japan, LA, you can also see the merchandise they have. They have uh, uh, Omo, I believe it's pronounced Omo. Cat did uh, did four shirts, uh, all ghost or psychic ish type Pokemon, dark it, dark Pokemon. But uh, and then a sweater with Absol on it and a hoodie with Gengar. Uh, all the shirts are forty dollars. A little expensive oh, in my opinion.
1: Oh, that Drifloom tank is of course it's sold out. That is hot.
0: I really like the Esper shirt. uh, I'm a big Esper fan. Uh, There's a Pikachu backpack, Pikachu trucker hat, um, Pokemon track jacket. Those are all things I believe you can also get a Hot Topic. Uh, If you didn't know, this Hot Topic does sell a lot of Pokemon stuff. Um, There's a bunch of crop tops for women. There's a bunch of Pokemon-like belts with the original starters. Uh, The standout items are for... There's a pokemon dress actually and some reversible tops and tank tops for women that are like they're like a uh light purple with um Minen and plusle on them which are really cool and the the standout item is there is a Onch en- movement pokemon necklace for $400 uh it's a necklace with pikachu on it and its pikachu's cheeks are actually um some kind of gem.
1: They look like rubies or something. Yeah. Very so red. the
0: the details are Ansh collaborated with Pokemon to create a 14 karat gold dipped Pikachu necklace attached to a black chain. Pikachu is looking cute with Swarovski.
1: Swarovski.
0: Yeah, Swarovski. I trust the gay man to know that. Crystal <laughs> cheeks. Uh, super limited edition. Only 40 made worldwide. And uh, obviously an official Pokemon license, so uh, four hundred dollar Pikachu necklace if you're if you're into that. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with Pikachu's chest. It looks like Pikachu's holding a pretzel, but
1: yeah, I thought it looked like a skeleton Pikachu, which just seems really weird. So I don't yeah, I'm not know. D-
0: uh, but yeah, if uh, if you got four hundred dollars lying around and you like Pokemon. And there's only 40 uh made worldwide, so obviously that is that is very limited edition in my in my opinion. Um yeah, so and I believe uh that shop is still open. I think it's open till the end of July if you are in the LA area and you want to stop by Japan LA. Got some uh Pokemon Shuffle news, uh the mega blastoids event. Mega Blastoise event ends today. Uh, to get the mega stone for him, if you it's gonna be top thirty thousand players in the United States. Uh, if you've already got uh, the mega stone and you place top two thirty thousand, you will get two jewels instead of one. Uh, everyone who plays will get a jewel for competing. Uh, Garretina also ends today. Um... Giratina, I had something to say after this. Oh, yeah, we don't know what's coming after Garatina, but I'm assuming there's going to be a new event after that. And then as of Monday last week, uh, Di- Diaga appeared um, that you can capture if you want.
1: I think it'll probably be like an uh, Arceus uh, Escalation battle. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Garatina then Arceus, right? It'll be an Escalation battle.
0: Yeah. And that's a cool. Uh, that's a cool thing. To, by the time I got around to wanting to do the escalation battle, there was like three days left, and I was like, it doesn't even matter at this point. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. But that uh, Scott, are you a Pokemon Shuffle fan?
2: Not at all. I uh, I play Tropez, and I got up to like level nine with the Bug stage, and I was like, screw this, I'm done.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. I didn't like Troze, but I do like Shuffle. They are they are pretty different games
2: except for the time
1: shuffle ones <sighs> that's very similar to Troze
0: oh the timed ones
1: yeah because you get to move them around while they're still falling down and it's just too much for poor old Will's hands to <laughs> handle
0: and I think this is the, the second time yeah this is the second time for Blastoise, uh, Blastoise so do we get Venusaur yet Uh, yes. Wasn't
1: that last week? I think so. Last week was like the first was the timed one, or the the not last week, but the last one, previous one.
0: Oh, we could get get the Venusaur, um, right? We could get what was that Mega? Was it Absol or no? It was uh Bennett. I bet we would get him back because they said. They, he was after Lucario and we just got Lucario like two weeks ago so I bet we'll get Bennett back
1: well they may be alternating with timed versus non-timed like first runs uh, alternating with second runs yeah so they could do like Mega Pidgeot
0: or Charizard we haven't gotten Charizard yet but I'm, I'm assuming they're saving that for like more of a special occasion yeah cause it's Charizard
1: <laughs> you yeah, bro Dude, Charizard, they just, like, light you on fire, man.
0: (laughs) Uh, The registration for the 2015 International Challenge for June has opened up. Uh, Let's see here. Registration is open until Thursday, June 25th. Space is limited. I don't think these have ever filled up. Uh, You got to have Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire in order to play. The competition goes from Friday, June 26th until Sunday, June 28th. I uh, don't know if there are any awards. Your team must have been acquired in Pokemon X and Y or Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Pokemon must be below, above level fifty, but will be rounded down to level fifty. Uh, same rules. Uh, so Pokemon like Mewtwo and are banned, but you can still use pretty much all the other legendary Pokemon.
1: Yeah, you typically get championship points towards uh, a world's invitation.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So if you're into that, that's uh that's happening uh well get your registration in sometime this week before Friday. And then Friday it's gonna start. So it's just that weekend of June. If you are a competitive battler. Let's see. I think uh Nationals is coming up on uh Fourth of July, fourth weekend. Of July weekend, so we'll talk more about that probably next week. Uh then the last bit of news I have is the big announcement at E3 that was not pokemon related but some people obviously compare this to pokemon that yokai watch got announced for um the states uh very big in japan pokemon podcast of course ahead of the curve with yokai watch as we've been talking about it for quite a while well not not like religiously but uh, we've we've brought it up in the past yes there is an article of why Yokai Watch is different than Pokemon. I just want to run down a couple points here. Uh so in Yokai Watch there are 200 demons that you can find and recruit. I I guess they're called demons. Whether that's good. Uh, or- they're
1: like ghosts, right? Cuz it's a ghost watch.
0: Okay. Okay. So it says you can find and befriend 200 different.
1: Let's not be judgmental about their moral
0: character. <laughs> uh there are the battle system so each player will have a party of six ah sounds familiar right but combat will always be three versus three the enemy will always have three yokai you will always have three yokai Uh, the player does have an advantage however using a pinwheel players can swap out yokai at any given time in real time while not in battle yokai will automatically regenerate health uh, obviously, that's very different than Pokemon. Uh, Yo-kai Watch uses a minigame like style combat. With different Yo-kai players, unlock different mini-games to play during battles. The better the mini-game, the more damage you'll do to the opponent. Obviously, some mini-games will be more effective than others, so players will have to strategize which choice of mini-games they want to partake in order to have an, a successful battle encounter. And the other, the other main difference this article points out is there are no wild Pokemon in Yo-kai Watch. So there's... Oh, no, there's no Pokemon at all. Oh, right, right. There are... <laughs> Very specific. There are no wild Pokemon in Yokai Watch. Uh, there's no wild encounters in Yokai Watch. So there's no like tall grass or anything you can be walking through and just randomly get into a battle. So there's no shiny yokai. Probably, probably no shiny yokai. oh
1: well, lost my interest right there. Can't have shinies. Don't want to play.
0: Uh, but the game has sold millions since uh, the. Uh, debut in 2013 in japan and apparently there's possibly amiibos coming to japan for yokai watch Hmm. but uh this is not here or there just wanted to compare the differences between the two i'm assuming yokai watch will be just as big here as it is in uh, japan especially with the with the kids since there is a there is a whole anime based on Yokai Watch, if I'm not mistaken.
1: That's true. That's true. But I mean, sometimes there are things that are big in Japan that just don't make it here. Like uh, I think Dragon Quest is like supposed to be super big in Japan.
0: Yeah, but there was no Dragon Quest cartoon. Hmm. I'm just thinking of when kids get home after school, they sit down and watch TV. I mean, there's back back in my day, it was. It was Pokemon, Digimon, and then Power Rangers.
1: Well, back in my day, it was He-Man, Thundercats, G.I. Joe, and Transformers. So do I win? Um, I mean,
0: I'm sure you bought all those toys when you were a kid. No,
1: because I was gay, and I did not have any interest in all any of that. So, okay, that's not true. I had a lot of Transformers. Um, yeah,
0: Transformers are, you know, they're robots in disguise.
1: In disguise, exactly. I did not have any G.I. Joes, though. So. I did have one He-Man. Uh, character for that. and then my 10th my, my birthday party was a heat man birthday party be that as it may <laughs> having a cartoon has not saved scan to go
0: i have no clue what that is see
1: exactly they're the cars and you swipe a card in them and the card programs the car for like whether it's going to go fast or slow and then you put it on a track scan to go man check it out next new hot japanese craze
0: was pretty popular.
1: I have watched a Yu-Gi-Oh! cartoon in my day. I used to watch Scott's it while practicing Scott's guitar.
0: Scott's like, uh cartoons.
1: Ugh. No, he's big into <laughs> comics and stuff, so whatever.
0: Scott could possibly be the biggest Yo-Kai Watch fan here. He's just not saying anything. Mm.
2: I have I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh well we'll we'll let the listeners uh think and ponder about that and what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and when we come back uh i will give you my recap of uh pokemon symphonic evolutions so we will be right back from our break uh scott uh drop the ball throwing scott under the bus <sighs> scott had some news yeah just
2: like on my own podcast i always shot the ball uh yeah this week until <laughs> the 12th of <laughs> july uh a game stop unfortunately you have to walk into a game stop you can't hang out outside so this is already a uh, negative five on my count uh you can get a level <laughs> 55 Dragonite with the moveset of dragon dance Extreme Speed. Outrage and hurricane,
0: extreme speed. <laughs> wah,
2: wah, wah.
0: There we go. Yeah, uh, GameStop hands out those uh, little cards.
1: Well, when you go and pre-order your copy of uh, the mystery super mystery dungeon, then you just get your card.
0: When you go pre-order your copy of Yo Kai Watch, you pick up your.
1: Ooh, does that have a release date?
0: Uh, they, I think they said this year, the end of this year. Uh, if uh, we we we've heard that GameStop refuses to give you a Dragonite or one of those cards in the past if you don't pre-order, that's not how it works. You should be able to walk in and grab it. If they're forcing you to pre-order something, uh, that's no bueno. They're not allowed to do that. So, uh, either go to a different GameStop or uh, never shop there again.
1: And file a complaint
0: with the Better. And file a complaint, Bureau. of course. Uh, power, power of the people, the Pokemon people. Uh, so Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions. Uh, there are some more tours heading up. Uh, last night was Chicago. The night before that was Milwaukee. I'll get to those in a second. But uh, we're just gonna run down the uh the next upcoming tours here. So, uh, at the Joseph Meyer. Meyerhoff Hall in Baltimore. It's going to be on July 1st, July 9th. It's going to be the Embarcadio Morania Park uh, Theater in San Diego, California. July 11th, the Greek Theater in Los Angeles. July 12th, the City Nation Civic Center in San Jose. And July 18th is the Wolf Trap National Park for Performing Arts in Virginia. Wow! Ooh, I got so caught up on wolf trap National Park because so I like saying that wolf trap so much.
1: Par- National Park for the Performing Arts, man, you love that place.
0: I do love that place. That place sounds real cool.
1: I mean, it's a barn. Literally, yeah, how big
0: is it? It's a barn. Big?
1: And it's outdoors.
0: Okay, it's all as right. big
1: as all outdoors.
0: <laughs> all right, fair enough. It sounds very hippie.
1: <laughs> yep. Peter, Paul, and Mary used to play there every summer. I went to see them there.
0: Ah, didn't strike Before you as a Peter Muller.
1: One of them died and it became like Paul and Mary. <laughs>
0: uh and then uh July twenty-second at the Operium in Vancouver, Canada. Uh July twenty-fifth at the Jesse H. Jones Hall for Performing Arts in Houston, Texas. Uh and then that that's the same place for July twenty-sixth. Um the twenty-fifth one is at seven thirty P.M. and the twenty-sixth one. Is at two thirty p.m. in Houston, Texas, and those are all your July dates for uh, Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions. I was lucky enough to go to two of them. I went to the Milwaukee one at the Riverside Theater, and then I went to the one in Chicago at the Chicago Theater. Of course, Chicago Theater was almost like a hundred-year-old theater, very popular uh, theater. So, uh, if you don't follow us on Twitter, it's Add uh, Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. I did somewhat live tweet it i didn't want to like spoil everything but uh so if you're listening to the show and you decide and i i named off a venue that is in your area you have zero reason not to go well the the
2: Uh, one in san diego is during comic-con so all right all right (laughs) Yeah, that's but who goes fair. to
1: Comic Con anymore?
2: hundred and fifty thousand people a
0: day. But that's not
1: hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> fools.
0: <laughs> it is it is uh, is that the one in is Comic Con in San Diego? Yes. Yep. Yes. Do you remember when I mean, comic Con used at,
1: to be about comics?
0: Uh, it is oh, at eight I don't PM that. And, and
1: shows. Remember that?
0: It is at eight PM, so I I believe the uh the vendor hall at Comic Con closes at like six. And then there are probably some panels, but if there are no panels your night,:
2: yeah, but you have to uh, line up for the Game of Thrones panel two days later, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't compete with Game of Thrones uh but so uh so I went uh to the Milwaukee one we'll we'll start with that, and uh a very, very easy to get in. Of course, Milwaukee' is not that big of a venue. Uh, but I had great seats. I, I paid for the seats uh, out of my own pocket. I had second row seats for for this. Now these are the same people that put on the Zelda uh, Symphony of the Goddess. I think it was called. Um, same people, so same conductor, same uh, musical writer, uh, same producers. Uh, the only the the difference between all these events and why it's it's cool to go to multiple ones is because those people are all the same but when they go to the venue for example Milwaukee you're going to get the Milwaukee orchestra playing and obviously the Milwaukee orchestra very different than the Chicago orchestra very different than the Wolf Trap National Park orchestra so you're going to get uh, a different feel even though the music's written the same uh, a, a very simple example like i don't i don't mean that to sound in any way bad but uh, like a, a really simple example is the the Chicago theater is way bigger. So there were way more people on stage, more instruments. So um, in the instance of the Chicago theater, there were more people on percussion. Is that what they call the drums? Yep. Uh, so yeah, so there were more people on percussion. So the, the drums and the bass of that show was had way more oomph than the Milwaukee show because the, they didn't have as, as many people on percussion because the stage was smaller. So that was very cool to see. It was also really cool um, because there was more fan interaction. I don't know if this was the same for you, Will, at DC, but they start off showing uh, all the Pokemon games scrolling through and people were cheering for which Pokemon game they liked the most. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they cheered at yours, Will. Yes, they did. They did, yeah. Uh, Of course, Red and Blue got a ton of cheers. Um, I would say that... uh, Gold and Silver probably had the second most cheers for both, both the shows I went to. I don't know if that was the same for you, Will.
1: Uh, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you were, you were probably the first show ever, right? Yes. Because <laughs> that was at Worlds.
2: Yep. That was like 10 months ago. When I, when I, I, mean? I went, it was uh, Diamond and Pearl.
0: Oh, yours was Diamond and Pearl?
2: Yeah, mine was right after uh, Will's show. Philadelphia got oh, okay. it like, the third show
0: yes yes i do remember that um so yeah you went too so before i before i go in we've we've gotten will's thoughts but scott what what were your thoughts about the show
2: i liked it the only problem well maybe you'll get into it but like after the encore they do gen 5 which has the best music and they played the worst music possible
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh you mean after the intermission
2: yeah after the intermission that's what i meant
0: yeah uh, yeah, I was I was going to I was going to bring that up. So um, they did pretty much uh, about three songs from every game. The only game that was omitted was Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Um, obviously, they didn't do Heart gold, Soul silver, because they just did gold and silver. <laughs> but uh, I thought the the canto stuff was all amazing. Um, they did the. Uh, the normal like uh, the pa- town song. And then they did the the Team Rocket song, which I think was one of the strongest uh, of the night. And then it, it's funny because like during the Team Rocket, they they obviously battled Jesse and James from Pokemon Yellow, and uh, they battled Giovanni after that. And there was just so many people cheering uh, during like the battles that they have on screen. So yeah, if you haven't been there, while the orchestra is performing the music, there is an on screen projector with uh, stuff going to the music and uh they're in like the gambling center in the game corner for the team rocket song and they do the battles of the all the team rocket people that are there and it's it's just really fantastic um and then they uh they move they did uh, I can't remember what the song was but it pretty much like touched on all the gym leaders um and then of course the battle with uh Red, or I mean blue at the end because the character in that instance was red. So all pretty much fantastic there. And then they move on to Gold and Silver. And the only song I didn't really like was the, and I can't remember the name, the town that starts with an E with the two towers.
2: Eureka City?
0: Yeah. And I saw on Twitter a lot of people love that song, but I don't know. They really didn't do it for me. Mm. Maybe because it was a little bit slower. Uh, and then, uh, of course they move on to, uh, the Hoenn region and, uh, it was funny the, uh, they made a comment about, uh, about horns and that you would hear more horns during that. And of course you do, you got more trumpets and trombones and stuff during, during that. And then they did, um, diamond and pearl of course. And that's, that, that I think reminded me of. I haven't played diamond and Pearl since diamond and Pearl came out. And <laughs> what was that? 2008, eight, I think eight, yeah, seven ish. Um, and that was the game that got me back into Pokemon. Cause of course, if, if you're a long time listener to the show, you know that I stopped playing Pokemon during the Hoenn, the Hoenn stuff. And I came back because of diamond and Pearl. And I have a cat named Sinnoh because diamond and Pearl did mean a lot to me at the time. And it was cool. Cause I like, Listening to that music again, and because I haven't played the game in so long, listening to that music was like, yeah, like now I want a remake of this as odd as that sounds, uh because i I like the music so much, and then there was intermission, and um as Scott said, they came back with black and white, and they did a lot of music around n for black and white, so if you're a big n fanboy, you'd probably love it um uh for me, I think it it really like solidified that I don't like black and white because that was my least favorite music of the show. What
2: thank you. Know, you. Someone's on my side.
1: <laughs> I think my biggest disappointment I and, and maybe I'm completely wrong, but I I don't think they did Nimbasa City, which I think has the best music of any yeah, they didn't. game ever. They did do Nimbasa City. That's no, the best. I think they
0: did. They did they did uh When I Became King, which is the that that was the music in all the commercials yeah, and yeah. also at the the title screen of n and then they did encounter which is when you first N when he has either Zekrom or rishram whichever game you played and then they did the uh the guess the the final thing with n at the end and it was weird because when i was when i was so when you're when you're watching what's really cool about the symphonic evolutions is like what i just explained with diamond and pearl it like really like it kind of quickly like through three songs it kind of takes you through the entire game and you're and it just reminds you of like oh yeah like this gym leader or like this part in the game or like the house with all the the guy with like the 20 pikachus in his house like I completely forgot about that and that just brought a huge smile to my face and when they went through the stuff with with black and white I was thinking like this whole game wasn't even about you. It was about N. And I, and I think that's why I don't like black and white. Because when I was like, when I was, when you go through Kanto, you're like, yeah, I remember all these gym leaders. I remember doing that. I remember becoming champion through gold and silver. I remember going through all this journey. And then I remember battling right at the end. And then, Oh, and it was like oh well that's a little iffy but then diamond pearl you have that same feeling of like i did all this stuff this was my journey and then when you get to black and white and you're watching you're listening to the music and you're watching what's on screen you're like this game's not even about me it's not about my journey it's about n the whole game is about n and i think that's why like i don't like black and white because and i've said this a million times before when i play pokemon game it's my journey and i think black and white takes that uh, takes a, a lot away from you I, that, that, that's just my thoughts on it and maybe that's why i don't relate to the music as well as i did with the the previous games and the new games
1: well also because they didn't play nimbasa city which is a great song
2: <laughs> and don't worry in black and white too you have to catch n's pokemon so that game's all about N2, so.
0: <laughs> yeah so uh, so it was cool because um like i said if, if, if you're a pokemon fan you have you have zero reason not to go it it It's really fantastic, but uh, the whole black and white stuff, I was just like, it really kind of like, I'm glad that I complain about black and white, but then I see it in a different light. I see it in only the musical aspect, and again, it kind of speaks to me of why I didn't like those games, and then they get to X and Y, and they start off with the, 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 the Pokemon War that happened, and... I was thinking, oh, maybe this game is a lot like black and white than I thought. But after they kind of pass the AZ stuff and the war stuff, they go into it being your journey again with your friends. And it's, it's obviously more story based than um, Kanto and Johto. But really, the, the stuff with AZ is kind of its own like, this is that side thing that you're kind of forced to do. But once it's done, it's done. Whereas in black and white, the thing with N is it's consistent it's just throughout the whole game. It's it's uh, it's all about N uh, throughout the entire thing. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm still fa- I'm I'm still very happy with that X and Y. Those are just my thoughts. Uh, and then uh, so, yeah, first half longer than the second half because they're covering four games. They take the intermission. They do uh, black and white, of course, and then X and Y. And then they do two encores, and I don't want to spoil the encores for for anyone, but they they are pretty pretty great encore songs. I don't know what your guys' thoughts on the encore were, without spoiling.
2: I mean, it was fun. The second encore song seemed like it went on for like eight hours, but <laughs> a little
0: bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. First encore song way better than the second one, but I I, I get why the second encore song is there. So, so I, my
1: my question for you is um were there Pokemon themed cocktails served?
0: No, no, not at mine.
1: Yeah, that probably made for a much better experience for yeah. you. I uh,
0: I went I went uh with uh Micah and his wife at the Milwaukee one and he I still Micah, don't believe
1: he really has a wife, but sure, go
0: on. <laughs> uh Micah knows like everyone in Milwaukee. So of course when we walked in he knew the bartenders and we got we got free drinks. Uh, I of course got a free water because healthy living and whatnot but that was cool um oh so
1: they did have alcohol at the show they just didn't have pokemon themed drinks yes
0: they had alcohol and uh Mm -hmm. good thing you brought that up they also had uh merch they had um one pokemon symphonic t-shirt with being a conductor pikachu on it it's just 30 dollars. they had two different types of posters uh which are they had like a black poster and then they had a white oh like a white poster um twenty dollars, and I think if you got both posters, it was thirty, and then they were selling really, really big Pikachus for forty dollars, which I mean I love everything about the show, but I think the Pikachu was a little overpriced but uh they did sell out of Pikachus at both events I went to. they were very big Pikachus mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and then um uh on a side note i did have uh i did have dinner with uh with the crew of Pokémon Symphonic Evolutions uh in Milwaukee which was very cool uh I've been uh talking to uh the, the guy who runs it and everything and he's a great dude and we met up after the show and we talked and I got my little Pikachu VIP pass and stuff and uh, which came in came in very handy in Chicago because uh as soon as the show cleared out the the ushers were very very quick at uh at kicking people out of the venue because they wanted to close and uh i was meeting with a lot of fans and a lot of people and trying to network and stuff and as soon as they saw the little pikachu vip badge they were like oh okay you're good you're good whoever you're talking to they're all good too Hmm. Uh, so that was very nice because i was able to get uh, i was able to meet some more people and, and talk to some people so the people who run that event are the most fantastic people in the world. So. I can't like stress enough that you should really, if, if it's in your area, you should really go, you don't have to get expensive seats just get what you can get and just sit down and enjoy. It reminded me a lot of, um, like going to like a TCG event or like a nationals in a worlds, uh, where it's, it's very exciting. The only difference is it's exciting, but relaxing, whereas like a, like a nationals or a world is exciting, but stressful.
1: Well, because you want to win.
0: Right. Where this is like, this is exciting. Cause there's a bunch of Pokemon people here and I'm street passing and I'm listening to Pokemon and I'm getting that excitement that I feel with Pokemon, but I'm just like in my seat, I'm relaxing, I'm enjoying, I'm laughing, I'm cheering. Were, just just fantastic.
1: Were you clearing out street passes the whole time?
0: No, no, I wasn't. I, I was before the show and through intermission. And then of course after the show, but I didn't want to, I didn't want my my aisle lit up with, uh, with, with my DS as I went through Street Passes. Did
1: you get any cool Street Passes?
0: Uh, I got somebody from Brazil. That was pretty cool because I didn't have that unlocked. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was in the Chicago event. I got somebody from Brazil.
1: Did you meet any Pokemon celebrities?
0: Uh, I hung out with Maryland on both days. I mean, uh, that's pretty cool. Yep, Marilyn's very cool. Marilyn is from the area. He's about an hour away from me uh, here in Milwaukee. And then uh, I hung out with uh, a YouTube guy. Uh, I'm going to say his name completely wrong because I'm really bad at names. It's uh, Abdullah, I think. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. I don't YouTube. I'm far
1: too old for that.
0: Uh, I I discovered him because uh, he was doing a lot of Mario Kart 8 stuff right when Mario Kart 8 came out. Uh, Obviously, big... Big Pokemon fan. Trying to get his uh, Twitter handle. Uh, Abdallah, sorry. Uh, So his Twitter handle is Abdallah Nation. um, And he's a YouTube partner. uh, And he's from the Chicago area. So we met up. uh, He did a little interview with me after the thing that I'm sure is going to be on YouTube afterwards. Super, super nice guy. And uh, we're going to try to get him on the show um, soon as well. And then I met up with the... A uh, guy who runs the Pidgey Press stuff. Okay, um, which is really cool. And then I had a couple fans come up and just ask for pictures and say they really liked the show uh, at both events. So that was that was very flattering. That was very flattering. There was a dad and his uh, kid um, who came up at the Chicago show, and and uh, they were just uh, they were just like super happy, and I, I got a, a picture with them and the the. Son's little kid, or the the dad's little kid, the dad's son, stepping up. Happy, <laughs> Happy Father's
1: Day, folks! Happy Father's
0: Day. He was just he was just very excited, and I shook his hand, and he was just uh, yeah. It was a very cool experience. I'm I'm always like very humbled to meet fans. Yep, that was my uh symphonic evolution spiel. I don't know if you guys have anything more to add.
1: Uh, no, I just recommend that people go. And uh, so they can keep it going and they can do a Symphonic Evolutions 2 that features Nimbasa City.
0: <laughs> yeah, with the with the Zelda stuff, they did do like a, like a part two, which did have different music. And it kind of encourages people who went to the first one to come to the second one because the music's different. But I had zero problem listening to the same music because every venue is just sounds different. In a good way.
1: And if the uh, Symphonic Evolutioners are listening, uh, I still haven't gotten my tickets for Wolf Trap uh, National Park for the Performing Arts. So if you want to put me in the front row, I have eligibility. (laughs) I have free time and eligibility, and I'd be happy to just walk right in and plop down in the front row. How how
0: far are you from Wolf Trap?
1: It depends on how the traffic is, but about 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, you just have to get outside the city, and it's right there.
0: Huh, that's cool. I didn't know that.
1: You could come uh, visit and wh- go see the Wolf Trap National Park for the Performing Arts.
0: <laughs> when is the Wolf Trap one again?
1: Just- it's July 14th or something like that.
0: July 18th. Mid-July. Maybe I can I probably swing going to Wolf Trap if that's a Friday. We'll talk about that later, though. Scott, anything from you for Pokemon Symphonic?
2: Uh when I went it was in October, so Halloween month, spooky. <laughs> they didn't play Lavender Town. Like
0: That is a bummer. I think their music is kinda like set in stone for all the all the shows. Yeah. But yeah, if they do if they do a an act two, I'm sure the music will be that, that it's not like they they definitely have plenty of music to pick from.
2: Yep, plenty more end music.
0: <laughs> uh Sweet. Well, uh, I probably won't put some end music in the intermission, but uh, you'll probably hear some kind of Pokemon music. Probably some Diamond and Pearl stuff uh, for this episode because nice. that, that Pokemon Symphonic really hit the spot with that stuff. Uh, so we'll be right back and we'll talk about uh, some items and some Pokemans of the week. <laughs> back from our break to talk to you about, uh, we'll start off, of course, with our, with our item of the week. I don't know if we've, uh, if we've done a hat, but we're doing a hat this week uh, from PokemonCenter.com. Uh, they don't sponsor us, but one day maybe they will. You keep
1: saying that with so much hope. <laughs>
0: that is really funny to me. Uh so pokemoncenter.com the Pikachu pokey plush hat I saw a couple of these uh over the weekend at the shows it has uh 5 out of 5 pokeballs 8 reviews 19.99 usually ships in 24 hours uh the electrifying Pikachu is finally available in big-eared plush hat Pikachu is the world's most famous pokemon and is featured in both pokemon tv and movies one size fits most The diameter of this item is approximately 7 inches. Will, do you want to read the great features it has?
1: Well, somebody's truly, truly dropped the ball because there are only two features. Number one, this is the world's most famous Pokemon. Number two, soft. (laughs) He didn't even write multiple words. That's just one word. Soft.
0: It was really good. (laughs) He
1: didn't even hit his four bullet points. I was like, I was gonna say maybe they have a, He got fired, and they have the intern writing the features. But the, the intern would put like try like be like, I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna get like put in great features. This is like, this is the one right before he got fired.
0: Soft, soft. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's see if the the reviews can do it more just, justice than the uh, the features here. Sixteen out of eighteen found the following review helpful. Uh, Five out of five Pokeballs, so awesome, by reviewer T. Blatt, that guy, from Olympia, Washington. I bought this at the Nintendo store in New York, but I love this hat. It makes me feel awesome. It feels nice for a teenage boy like me and looks exactly like the picture above. Great job, Pokemon. Smiley face.
1: What what teenage boy wants to wear a Pikachu hat?
0: (laughs) The teenage boy picking up all the ladies or boys.
1: I, like, I prefer this review. Um, it's very cute. From reviewer pikachu 13579 Pika in Penang, Malaysia. This Pikachu plush hat is really cute. I want to buy one of these. If I buy it, I am going to wear it every day. And thanks to the Pokemon company and this Pokemon website. See, he's grateful for something he doesn't even have. <laughs> I think a lot of these reviewers actually don't buy the
0: items.
2: That's my well, suspicion.
0: Uh, to be fair... I know that Pokemon Center does not ship to Malaysia. They only ship inside the U.S.
2: All right, here's a winner right here. <laughs> Seven out <laughs> of nine people found this helpful from JD No Alpha from Washington. Game in through FedEx today. Can't wait to wear it. I'm wearing this in Halloween and during the release of Alpha and Omega in November, probably during Sundays when I'm not working. <laughs>
0: I mean, he could wear it while working, he or she. uh, Can
2: you imagine
1: going to the grocery store and on that one rare time when you're not using the self-checkout and the dude's, like, wearing a Pikachu (laughs)
2: plush hat? (laughs) But only on a Sunday.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's not... Like, wearing this hat is, like, not out of its element when you're at, like, a Pokemon event. But, like, if if I just walked into, like, a Piggly Wiggly and there was someone wearing a Pikachu hat, I would probably second so guess where i was at the time
1: oh lord wait a minute five out of seven people found the following review helpful call the haberdasher <laughs> props if everybody knows what a haberdasher is no viewer ninja mage resident ninja part-time cheese grater in redding california <laughs> I got this thinking it'd look ridiculous on me in a bad way, and I'd end up giving it to my niece or kids someday. But as it turns out, it looks fairly cool on my head. Not something I'd wear on a day-to-day basis, but I wouldn't mind sporting it to friend's house occasionally or when it comes to pick up Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire.
0: I think that's a solid review right there. See, now, I
1: frequently don't buy things off of the internet, but I certainly don't buy things thinking, this is going to look terrible on me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going better, to purchase it anyways. I
0: better order two just in case. <laughs> just
1: in case.
0: <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're not fond of the Pikachu hat, they also sell a Fennekin hat, a Scraggy hat, a Chespin hat, and a Froakie
1: all Chespin hat all day.
0: Yeah, the chesspin hat is pretty sweet. I mean, if I was to order any of them, probably be the I, I chest I think
1: bin. the froggy hat looks the worst.
0: Yeah, it's also like pictured very much bigger than the other ones. Yeah. So the the photographer did uh, not do a good job at scaling these to the appropriate size.
2: But guys, is it
0: soft?
1: <laughs> uh, let's see if the features on the chesspin hat. The chesspin
0: does have three bullet points
1: spoiler. Uh it's one of the most recognizable X Y. Pokemon adjustable strap fits most durable construction not soft.
2: <laughs> not soft.
0: What a bummer. <clears throat> what a bummer. Well, pokemoncenter.com, they uh, they do sell a lot of cool stuff. I feel like I feel like I'm going to be placing a pretty big order soon at pokemoncenter.com cuz I really want that uh, Mega Slowbro plush.
2: I got wow. the uh, Mega Gengar plush.
0: Yeah, is it sweet?
2: Shiny Mega Gengar, to be exact.
0: Oh, nice. I didn't even know they sold that. Is it standard size or is it large size? Standard size. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, I forgot they have the Sableye plush. That plush is really sweet. The Chespin plush is really sweet. <sighs>
1: I have no interest in stuffed
2: animals.
0: Man, I do. I love stuff collecting dust on my shelf. I'm all about that.
2: My Amiibos can vouch for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that Pikachu plush that they were selling at Symphonic Evolution, sale, it was huge. It was very, very big. I don't think they sell it on Pokemon Center. Was it I do think Pikachu they sell it or was it? Uh... It was probably a 10-inch Pikachu. Probably large size, I would say.
2: I think you can buy that one at the Nintendo World Store.
0: Yes. It, well, it did have X and Y on the bottom of the box. Cause it sits in that bottom box. And I think they sell all that stuff out of Toys R Us as well. Toys R Us uh has a pretty good uh Pokemon selection. because it's Toys R Us. I
1: yeah. do believe I would buy the Victini Pokede doll. That thing is yeah. cute as
0: I like I like wow. the Poke plush dolls that aren't focused on looking like the Pokemon, but more focused on looking like a doll.
1: Yeah, the Poke dolls. Yeah, like when it specifically says Poke Doll, because that's like the thing you put in your secret base.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. I like those way better than the like, like the the Absol large Pokey plush. Like, yeah, it looks like Absol, but it just doesn't. No, that look, thing looks terrible. It <laughs> yeah, looks it like, doesn't. Oh. Doesn't look good. Whereas, like the Chespin Pokey doll looks amazing.
2: Yeah,
1: that that Mega Absol Poke plush just listens to Panic at the Disco all day
0: long. <laughs> um, Ugh,
2: I want to get that gloomy bl- plush. It just looks so adorable. Yeah, the gloomy so one's adorable. cool
0: too. Yeah. Also, the uh, the Fletching uh, they 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 have two of them, but they uh, the the five inch one looks way better than the four inch one.
1: Wait, is there a gloom or is it, is it goomy?
0: Goomy. goomy. All right,
1: because you said gloomy.
0: I mean, he's pretty gloom. To be fair,
1: I used to have a vial plume stuffed animal, which was awesome. It was an import from Japan, and uh, it's gone now.
0: RIP, RIP. Yeah, I see what you're saying with the Poké Doll. Yeah, the Poké Dolls. Uh, that Charmander Poké Doll looks a little, little malfunctioned. <laughs> Just saying.
2: That Blasto Blastoise ones looks like a like a knockoff. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, that blast... Yeah, <laughs> not doing it justice right there.
1: <laughs> Why is the Charmander doll like that?
0: Uh, also, I like in the picture of the blast size one that the, like, water cannons are definitely, like, not...
2: They look like ice!
0: They're, like... And, like, the the right one is, like, really off base. Oh, whew, That doll... <laughs>
2: Oh. No ju- There's
0: a reason why it has no reviews because no one's ordered it. Hey guys, don't worry, it's
2: super soft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's move on to our not so super soft Pokemon of the week. Hardcore, which is Braverary, Braverary, Braverary. I think I said it right, right?
1: Braviary, Braviary.
0: <laughs> That's what I said. Braverary. Mm-hmm. Wow,
1: you said it like Scooby Doo would say it
0: hey did you know that this pokemon is 100 male
1: i did know that guys this was the second article i ever wrote when i was writing pokemon of the week articles
0: there you go uh we had a uh somebody i tried to request this pokemon so that's why we're doing it um i apologize that i don't have your name up but you know who you are uh brave (laughs) it can't even say it anymore bravery bravery Bravery, is that how we say it?
1: Bravery. Braviary.
0: gravy, brave, graviary. <laughs>
1: graviary goes delicious with your meat and potatoes. Mm.
0: Graviary is an extremely aggressive. Is extremely aggressive, but for noble reasons, it will fight fiercely to help protect its friends. Even if it's injured, it will still fight. The more scars it has, the more respect it gets from its peers. It has earned the nickname. Soldier of the Sky, due to its extreme dedication for its friends, aiding its valiance, Graviary is extremely strong, capable of lifting a car and flying with it.
1: Yes, all Braviaries are male. All Mandibas are female. Which is, you know, just an is in, it in, is. indication of sexism in the Pokemon universe. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Sh- Shiny... Shiny Graviary is uh blue instead of red,
1: which is pretty cool. Uh Braviary is a flying type. <laughs> Spoiler. No, flying normal.
0: Uh isn't this the uh one of the uh American drawn Pokemon or is that Mandibuzz? I think it's Mandibuzz actually. Uh
2: I have no way of knowing. I think it was it could Ma- be. Mandibuzz. It was yeah. like Mandibuzz, Bear Tick, and something else.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, they were American Pokemon uh obviously based on an eagle specifically the bald eagle nothing there also rem- re- resembles a native american warrior warrior uh
1: and uh what's his name who's the champion from black and white and um no the champion
0: <laughs> alder
1: uh, alder when in black and white too when you go and visit him at his house he's got like braviary heads on the back
0: on the back. Of oh all yeah of his yeah house. he has a very like native american like uh house i yes, do remember that
1: it's like braviary tails on at d- the back of his house i did
0: play the first like six hours of black and white <laughs> do you remember that uh i got a move set for you guys uh i have a choice choice scarf move set i think whether i think every every move no matter what your move set is i think brave bird is like a given
1: Yeah, I love Brave
0: Bird. Uh, Brave Bird's a given. Uh, So this Choice Scarf moveset, um, you're going to want the ability Defiant. You're going to want a Nature of Jolly. And then uh, Choice Scarf, of course. And then you're going to want Brave Bird, Superpower, U-Turn, and Return. Obviously, U-Turn's really good because Choice Scarf locks you into using the same move over and over. So... And then uh, you got uh, highest highest being attacked, attack, and then uh, second highest being an HP. Uh, lowest is special attack, so don't put any special moves on. And the speed is eighty, which I believe is pretty low for a flying type Pokemon. Um, so you probably want to put your EVs in uh, speed and attack.
1: I see. I agree.
0: See, I know a little bit about. I at one point did compete. So,
1: yeah, not, most of uh,
0: who needs Travis?
1: Most of his moves are uh, physical. So, having good attack stat there
0: is worthwhile. Yeah. yeah and if you can, if you, if you have high attack with a choice scarf and you can, you can do a knockout, you don't have to worry about your defense or anything. But of course, you want the speed to make sure you go first.
1: Or quick claw oh, but your choice scarf. <laughs> you can't use Quick Claw and Choice Scarf together. Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean quick claw probably the better item choice overall.
2: And we lost one subscriber.
0: <laughs> we lost multiple, All down the hill. Uh only three weaknesses, Rock, Electric, and Ice. Uh yeah, I don't have much else to say, but uh There you go. Well, Defiant, for those that don't know, Defiant raises the user's attack by two stages for each stat lowered by an opponent, including the attack stat. So if somebody uses Intimidate on you, you don't get the stat drop, but you will get your attack uh, to rise two levels. Uh, This does not work if you're using your own stat dropping things like close combat. Uh, So keep that in mind. The other ability is that uh, you might or might not want to use is Keen Eye, which prevents accuracy loss. You're probably not going to see that in competitive battles that much. Um, And then the other one is Sheer Force. Sheer Force raises the base power of all attacking moves by an additional 30%, uh, but all the additional effects are ignored. So possibly you could use this, but...
1: Uh, yeah, Sheer Force is cool.
0: But uh, probably not with the moves that I gave you, because I don't think... I think that would prevent you to U-turn you from you switching out, so you don't want that. Um, is is this just a pure flying? No, it is normal flying. Yeah, you get
2: stab from normal moves yep. as well. Yeah, there's only one pure f- flying. That's Thundra. It's one of the genies. Yep,
1: uh, that's a bummer. Not thunderous, but tornadoes. There you
0: go. Oh, yep, 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 yep. I feel like there should be more pure flying. But yeah, if you
1: it. have um uh i think it's so like if you have sheer force and use superpower superpower would uh lower the user's attack and defense by one stage so instead of doing that secondary effect no, maybe not i think it's like if it's if it's a move that causes a flinch or something like that then you don't get the flinch but you get a 30 percent
0: boost yeah sheer force gets rid of that that's why you just might as well run the choice scarf because then you don't have to worry about the. The secondary stuff going away
1: well it depends on how willing you are to leave things to chance I think a shiny Berviary is beautiful
0: um yeah that's what we got kind of like the 4th of July early your early 4th of July Pokemon
1: your flag day Pokemon a week late
0: uh cool you guys have anything else before we wrap up
2: no I'm good <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, awesome uh before we wrap up uh uh if you haven't done so already or maybe this is the first time you're listening to the show or maybe you just forget uh we do have a patreon going on uh you can jump over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and uh donate some money to the show just to make it a little bit better uh we have uh rewards for as little as a dollar so if you donate a dollar you get access to our slack community which has uh, over 50 people in it and uh, a couple of people just recently completed their pokédex in there because of our little trading channel so if you're missing pokemon uh real great way because uh, the slack community is pretty active i would say
1: oh yeah and I, i'm definitely happy to help people uh with pokemon that they need because i can pretty much breed anything now so
0: yeah uh, so if you don't know about Slack, it's just, a, it's a ICR. uh, it's, uh, ICR, uh, just like a chat chat channel. So, uh, really easy to post your friend codes in there. It's not like Twitter where you're limited to characters or like, uh, you get lost with the tweets cause obviously the chat stays there. Um, so dollar gets you access $5 gets you stickers. Uh, so the first batch of stickers is a bunch of rote time stickers done by Jeff Thede. Uh, so he designed some stickers up. I'm going to get them printed and send out. Uh, so if you pledge at least $5 a month, you get the stickers, $12 a month, he gets, you some other stuff. And then $30, $35 a month. If you hold that reward here for, uh, three months, it will get you a spot on the show. Um, for those that missed the Kickstarter rewards, like, uh, obviously Scott didn't cause he's here
2: yay,
0: hanging out with us, uh, which is great. So, uh, yeah. Uh, if you, Even if you do a dollar, that's like 25 cents per episode. It's real cheap because we do four episodes a month. Um, so, yeah, if you want to support us, that's a really easy way. Patreon.com slash It's Super Effective. If you don't want to support us, that's totally cool because the episodes will always be free. You'll always get to listen to us. Uh, otherwise, uh, Will, where can they find you?
1: Uh, I don't know. Where can I be find it, found anymore? If you want to go to the Wasteland that is my Twitter account that's uh, Wash in the Sink, um, you can add me on ps4 and help me play destiny because i'm terrible at it and that's washing the sink and then uh, facebook where i post occasionally is uh stabinate d speaker and i'm not going to spell it again go back in time listen to another episode where i spell it out <laughs> i'm always in slack though i got plenty to do in there
2: so yeah i'm
0: always i'm always in slack as well Uh, Scott, where can they find you?
2: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at x 23 on Tumblr .tumblr zombiehighx23.tumblr.com I do a podcast where I actually talk more Uh, (laughs) 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 heads up to all the parents out there it is a very explicit podcast Uh, it's called Merk with a Podcast we review all the Deadpool books every month you can find us on iTunes and whatever, Stitcher
0: sure, is that a weekly show? (laughs) Monthly monthly okay cool 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 how long are the are are the episodes about an hour half hour two hours two hours dang
2: how many
1: deadpool books are there
2: there's only two Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) our last episode we spent about 40 minutes just talking about anime all right right. how many
1: deadpool animes are there
2: none (laughs) (laughs) we also usually go off tangent we talk about a goofy movie for at least about an hour
0: all right that's a good movie can't argue with that. Well, Awesome. Thanks, Scott, for being on. We appreciate it. Yep, thank you. Uh, cool. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at DraggingALake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Pokemon Podcast. Pretty easy. You jump over to our website, PokemonPodcast.com or PKMNCast.com. We'll get you there. Uh, and, of course, we are in iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, uh, whatever other crazy podcast service. We are on Well, If we are not on your favorite podcast service, please let us know. Obviously, you're listening to it somehow, but if you want to listen to us in a different way, just please let me know, and I can get uh, get that happening for you. Uh, otherwise, I think that's everything. Uh, if you haven't done so, please leave us a review in iTunes. We are at a 451 reviews as of this recording. We're trying to get to 500 before the end of the year. It's kind of like the 2015 goal, so if you haven't left us a review in iTunes, please jump over there and do so. That would help us out and would help uh new listeners find the show easier so if you want more people to listen to it, super effective then uh leaving a review really really helps really helps a lot so uh thank you will and thank you scott for being on Mm -hmm.
1: no problem thank you steve
0: this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super Super effective (laughs) testers good night